glass of beer and talk about uh, all the things we can. So spare a minute of your time. Oh, it's time for skydiving. Let's pair beers. What to drink after hurtling towards the Earth at 120 miles per hour? Hmm. Today, we pair a beer style with skydiving. In a continuation of our pairing series where we pair beer styles with interesting activities and unique cities. It is my personal belief that beer in itself is an experience that can be enjoyed paired, and actually enhance other experiences. Whether you drink your brew before, during, after, or in some cases, throughout, the act of drinking becomes part of the experience. Today, for skydiving. For obvious reasons, we are pairing a beer to drink after the activity. Not exactly best practice to be hammered while jumping out of a plane. And while I'm sure it's been done by someone, somewhere, I myself found it a bit difficult to drink while jumping out of a plane. Skydiving is one of those things that I've always expressed interest in doing, but I never really was serious about it, you know? And so it was with a mixture of reluctance and forced excitement that I decided to take this episode on. We start with five beer contenders. Our first contender is the Imperial Stout. Number two is the Double IPA. Number three is a barrel-aged beer. Specifically, in our case today, or what I chose, was a barrel-aged ale, aged in a ex-Kentucky bourbon barrel. Number four, and one of my favorites, is the American Pale Ale. And finally, our last contender, and a bit of a wild card, is the Belgian-style Lambic. My eyes open. I glance towards my clock. It's 1 a.m. I feel a jolt of anxiety as I realize the jump is only 10 hours away. My thoughts drift back towards the episode. Five beers sound off on repeat as I drift back to sleep. Imperial Stout. Double IPA. Barrel-Aged Ale. American Pale Ale. Sour. Imperial Stout. Double IPA. Barrel-Aged Ale. American Pale Ale. Sour. All right, so I start with the simple fact as I thought about what beers to pair. My adrenaline will be crazy high after making the jump, and so my assumption is that I'll gravitate towards something with a higher ABV, something calming, something that balances out all of the pent-up energy in my body. Consequently, when I wake up in the morning, the Imperial Stout, Barrel-Aged Ale, and Double IPA all are kind of front-runners in my mind. However, and this is the important part, I have, at this point, never been skydiving in my life. Consequently, I have no idea how I'll feel afterwards or what I'll gravitate towards. These are just my initial thoughts as I wake up on my increasingly inviting warm bed two hours before the jump. I'm a walking contradiction as I leave for the runway. I feel tired because I didn't get sleep, but my heart is beating murderously in my chest. Right now, for the first time in a long time, it's increasingly hard to think about beer. I receive a text saying the jump is pushed back ahead one hour to avoid high winds. And so I get in my van and leave immediately. 
Scenes of parachutes getting blown off course into an alligator-infested pond run through my mind. I arrive at the runway and greet my instructors. They're calm, nice, and welcoming, which is nice. After a brief course and signatures, okaying my possible death and serious injury, Ryan, who I will be attached to shortly, leads me to put on my harness. At the moment, I wonder if diapers are provided as well. In the likely case, I pee myself while free-falling attached to another adult like a baby kangaroo. Alas, no such luck. With a smile and a mischievous wink, Ryan tells me his wife has just left him and he has nothing left to live for. He then points to a small plane parked on the grass runway. Now, <laughs> in retrospect, that joke's hilarious. But at the time, I really wasn't laughing. I look up at the clouds and wonder why I didn't finish business school. It's at this time I'd like to lighten up the mood a little bit with a classic Beer Nomad rapid fire. Let's get to know the beers we're considering. The Imperial Stout is traditionally an English style, but is currently much more popular and widely available in America. The ale traces its roots back to the strong English porters brewed for export in the 1700s. It is an intensely flavored, dark ale with a wide range of flavors. It's usually rich, complex, and can be intense for those who like a more uh, drinkable beer. Its IBU, or bitterness, ranges from 50 to 90. Its ABV, or alcohol by volume, ranges from 9 to 12%. Next, we have the Double IPA. It's an American craft beer innovation first developed in the mid to late 90s in response to the ever-growing hop craze trending through the country. That kind of continues to this day, to be honest. It is intensely hoppy, but generally clean, dry, and it lacks harshness. Contrary to what some might think, drinkability is actually an important factor in the double IPA. By that I mean it shouldn't be a heavy um, sipping beer. Its IBU, or bitterness, is 60 to 120. Its ABV, alcohol by volume, is 7.5 to 10%. Next we have next we have the barrel aged beer and this is kind of an all encompassing thing right um generally it's a beer that's aged with the intention of imparting some of the characteristics of the wood and or flavor of what was previously held in the wood aka wine or spirits like i said i know it's a broader style than any beer we're considering right now but to even things out and like i said we selected a barrel aged ale that is aged in an ex kentucky bourbon barrel. I'm not sure what the IBU or bitterness is, but I'm guessing it's on the lower end, and the ABV is 8.2 for what I'm drinking currently. Next, we have the Old Reliable American Pale Ale, which was inspired by the English Pale Ale. Whereas the English Pale Ale, our friends across the pond, are more earthy, American Pale Ales are characterized by floral, fruity, piney, resinous American hops. It's generally a medium-bodied beer, but with its popularity in the American craft beer scene, it's easy to find really any variation of the style. There's so much of it. Generally, though, the IBU is 30 to 50, and the ABV is the lowest on our list today, with a 4.5 to 5.4%. Finally, lastly, the Belgian-style Lambic. I know it doesn't seem like a beer best enjoyed after skydiving, but I always like throwing a little bit of a wild card in for fun. Originating in the Brussels area of Belgium, and often simply called Lambic, anything outside of this area is called a Belgian-style Lambic. It cannot 
in good faith be called a lambic. These beers are naturally and spontaneously fermented with high to very high level of esters, plus material and yeast-derived sourness that sometimes includes acidic flavors. Historically, they are rather kind of dry and exhibit no to little residual sweetness. It has a low bitterness, or IBU, of 9 to 23, and an ABV of 5 to 8.9%. Who knows? It might be a more wild style that I need after doing a wild activity. I'm trying to keep my mind open at this point. And with that said, let's board the plane. I climb in the small plane. After positioning myself backwards beside the pilot, Ryan sits between my legs. Two solo jumpers sit in the back, laughing. Meanwhile, I can't help but notice the duct tape lining the door I'm meant to jump out of. It's bumpy as we take off from the grass runway. I take a breath. <sighs> Imperial Stout. Double IPA. Barrel-aged ale. American Pale Ale. Sour. Imperial Stout. Double IPA. Barrel-aged ale. American Pale Ale. Shit! My eyes dart to the floor. <laughs> I literally can see a small gap in the bottom of the plane. My van gets bigger as we take off. Is it too late to request that diaper? As we ascend, the clouds grow bigger, and just when I think my heart can't beat any faster, silence. We're above the clouds. The laughing in the back stops. My heart slows. It's beautiful. Somehow, cutting through the clouds, being above the clouds, makes this experience uh, surreal. Calm seems like a poor word choice at the moment, but it's the closest descriptor of how I felt. And the fact that everyone else in the plane seemed to share my feelings makes me smile. It is, in kind of a very strange way, like sharing a beer. A bunch of people who don't know each other, sharing a moment, bonding through an experience. Clunk! The door opens. This episode is brought to you by Depends Adult Diapers. Anytime, anywhere. You can depend on Depends. It's at this time I'd like to share with you a brief interview I had with Ryan during the jump. A riveting conversation there. Let's get back to the jump. Ryan attaches me to himself. He indicates a spot above the plane's wheels for me to rest my leg. I stick my right leg out, and my thigh is pushed backwards by the heavy winds. Ryan then promptly pushes my head out of the plane. My heart rate at this point is kind of off the charts. The heavy winds cause some amount of disorientation as we jump. Then, something altogether unexpected happened. The roller coaster feeling I had been expecting never came. The light feeling in your stomach as you get when you jump sometimes wasn't there. This is really the, the closest description I can give to the sensation I felt. It, it felt as if a giant water geyser was keeping me afloat, miles above the surface. The rush of air 
was supporting my body rather than resisting it. I felt uh, liberated a little bit. All of the anxiety, nausea, and worries I had been feeling moments before disappeared. And I was utterly, entirely, and unyieldingly affixed to the present moment. It was impossible to think of anything else. Even beer. Ryan releases the parachute. With a jolt, we sit upright. I look around. The rivers wind like snakes. The farmlands form neat, kind of uneven squares. And I look up to see the clouds we just passed through, looking full and peaceful. I see my van and the landing strip far below us. The lower we descend, the faster it feels we go. Against my instincts, I lift my legs up to avoid, you know, breaking them. We land on our butts. I look up towards my van and smile. Now that I've made the jump, I feel more comfortable knocking off some of our selected styles. Because of the intensity and kind of uniqueness of the experience, let's disqualify the double IPA. It's a unique style by itself, but that uniqueness, in my mind, doesn't match well after such a high adrenaline kick. Also, because the drink is generally pretty drinkable, not savory, not sippable, it isn't as appealing or wasn't as appealing to me after the experience I had. I'm looking for something to kind of contradict that rush I felt throughout the experience. For similar reasons, we can disregard, sadly, it's my, one of my favorite styles, the American Pale Ale. I promise I'll find a pairing for it one day. But, alas, that is not today. That leaves us with our Imperial Stout, Barrel-Aged Ale, and a Belgian-style Lambic. I think over my experience. I think of the anxiety I felt through much of it. The rush of jumping out of the plane. The surprising calmness I felt falling through the air. The jubilation I felt. And pride when I landed. I pause. I think I've made my choice. The beer I'm pairing with skydiving is the barrel-aged ale. Here's why. Although the Imperial Stout has the ABV I'm looking for, it's sippable and complex in some ways. It doesn't surprise me like my experience of skydiving did. An Imperial Stout is, in my experience, more predictable, in some ways dependable, than barrel-aged beers or Belgian lambics. And, you know, that's not skydiving, which isn't predictable, or in some cases, I guess, uh, dependable. Additionally, additionally, the choice between the Belgian-style Lambic and the Barrel-Aged Ale was a hard one for me. They both are sippable, not crushable, both unique and unpredictable in some ways, and both provide an interesting, varied experience while tasting. What drew me away from the sour was this, the association with barrel-aged beers with time. You know, the slow process of making that beer style. The Belgian-style Lambic simply doesn't have that association. And I was looking for something that contradicted that fast-paced experience of skydiving. Also, I love myself a good whiskey drink every now and again. And sometimes, something just feels right. I have some final thoughts. Whether it's skydiving, watching reruns of The Office, or simply hanging out with friends. 
mindfully picking beers for the occasion, in my mind, enhances the experience. I'd like to encourage anyone who's listening to take even the simplest of activities and find a beer or drink, doesn't have to be alcoholic, to pair with it. Reach out to me. Let me know what you choose as well. I think it's fascinating. I'd love to hear from you. And with that, that is our episode for the week. Thank you so much for listening to the Beer Nomad podcast. Reach out to me, say hello, see what the van's doing, see what I'm doing at my Instagram at the Beer Nomad Van. Additionally, and you probably know what I'm going to say, it helps the show tremendously if you rate and subscribe wherever you're listening now. Drink good beer and be good to each other. Cheers. Cheers.